Welcome to Build with Hari Rao, a podcast by Get Ready Ministry. Let's receive today's word. Greetings, greetings. Welcome in the precious name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. It gives me great joy to see all of you through this live stream. I trust you have been doing well, you are prospering and you have been growing in your walk with the Lord. I'm excited to bring the word of the Lord to you. I'm excited for what the Lord is about to do amongst us today. Have you already invited somebody? Have you already shared the link on your social media? If not, please go ahead and do that. We're going to start in a moment and we're going to pray together. We'll take a minute to pray and worship the Lord together and we're going to seek the Lord together. We're going to uh hear the word of the lord together come on let's pray father we thank you for your goodness we thank you that you are with us we thank you that your grace has located us one more time this week lord father we know that we are vessels with many flaws we are vessels with many challenges we are vessels that often fail but we are made perfect in your hands your grace carries us your grace sustains us your grace has lifted us up lord we thank you for your goodness we thank you for the kindness you have extended to us we thank you for grace lord one more time this saturday we present ourselves before you and we ask you that you have mercy and that you would have grace and that you would locate us and that you would speak to us oh lord let our minds and hearts be open to what you are about to do we ask all of this in the precious and the most beautiful name of the lord jesus christ amen 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 we have been in a series called tribes um and i think the, today by the grace of god it will be part 5 but on wednesdays we have resumed speaking to you on instagram and we are doing a parallel series called super creators it's a series about in part about how god wants to raise generational wealth builders So I want to encourage you if you have not already listened to that teaching please go ahead and listen to it it's on my Instagram uh what do you call it? channel no it's not a channel if you go to my Instagram and search for my name you'll find it there I have been amazed at how the Lord has literally shifted people's minds and hearts just listening to the word i get messages every week every day almost how people are hearing that word again and again and again so i want to thank god for his faithfulness in bringing us this word but today we're going to continue our series on tribes and today is a very special service i'm going to talk about one of the subjects that has that I'm one of most passionate about. I want to talk to you about locating help. 
locating help locating help turn to your neighbor and say locating help yes yes it is a grace that helps you to locate help it is um help is not automatic help is not by default you have to locate help yeah you know i was always uh, let me start by sharing um, an observation if i may i was driving yesterday and i pulled over at a certain signal and i saw a mother uh with with two kids right i saw a mother with two kids in one hand she had i think something she bought from the groceries so she had a bag of stuff and with the other hand she was holding one of her kids and that kid was holding the younger sibling and they came to a point where they had to cross the road and i saw the mother tell her her elder kid says don't let go of your brother's hand and so when they crossed so the mother held on to to one of the kids and the other kid held on to the younger one and that's how they crossed and you could see that the mother was dragging one child and the other child was dragging and in that moment i saw a beautiful picture of how help comes to us sometimes it may look like our heavenly father is not holding our hand and it it may look like you know there's a distance it may look like we don't feel the grip of his arm upon our hand we don't feel the warmth the security the safety of his hand upon our hands but what we must make sure is as long as i'm holding the hand of the one that is holding god's hand i am a participant of the same help that the hand that is holding god is getting yeah we must understand this mystery sometimes it is not his hand that directly holds us and guides us and protects us while there are many times he will do it all the time but sometimes he will choose to use the body of christ he will choose to use a man or a woman he will choose to use a brother or a sister and we must understand we must be able to discern that when this arm is pulling it's pulling on me not on its own accord but it's pulling on me because there's another arm that is moving it I believe that's what happens on Saturdays with you. I I could be that arm that the Lord is sending your way saying now let's move now let's stop. I could be that hand that the Lord has sent to you with words of encouragement with prophetic words of correction with grace from the Lord Jesus Christ but can you discern the hand that is tugging and pulling on you? child of god help comes to us in many 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 ways but we must become spiritually intelligent and we must learn to discern how to get help you know uh in school we learn so many different things if i were to write uh a textbook i would be about how to get help <laughs> how to help yourself 
are you guys interested in learning are you interested in getting a perspective on the subject because we are not we are, we are not all born into equal circumstances one more time we are not all born into equal circumstances some of us were born with uh with serious advantages in life some of us didn't even know that we didn't have an advantage in life so we were not all born into equal circumstances we were born into different situations into different circumstances into different families into different economic status into different education status yeah i was talking to somebody and i was telling them what do you think of the many luxuries listen to me carefully of the many luxuries that the rich the uber rich can afford the luxury of failure is probably one of the top ones when you have the luxury to fail when you have the luxury to try an idea to execute an idea to 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 invest in a business and even if it fails it doesn't sink your boat that's that's an incredible luxury to have in life but many many people i know and many of us don't have that luxury you don't have the bandwidth to manage failure because if it if you fail your children don't have food if the business doesn't take off you don't know what you're going to do for next month's rent but for the ultra rich that's not a problem so that's what i mean by we're not all born into the same or the equal circumstances we're not all born into equal information we're all not born into the same economic status but we're also not all born into the same information status yeah we're not all born at the same level of thinking ah and that has a very very big influence in how you process life i want you to think about that i want you to think about that what is the conversation that happens at a dinner table what is the quality of conversation that happens when we sit together as a family what do we discuss when friends of your parents come over what do they discuss when you go on a trip with your father if at all if you can go on a trip with your father <laughs> what is the discussion what is the quality of information what do you grow up watching your dad and mom and uncle and auntie talk about quality and it's not just about school right it's not just about school we of course there are huge variants in how subjects are taught information is taught how information is delivered received we don't want to get into the schooling system but just at home so we're not born into the same level of information 
depending on that you can either have a serious advantage or a serious disadvantage i remember uh, <laughs> i remember if you in your neighborhood if you had a cop living in on your street uh, if you had a, a a person that works at the police station or if you had somebody who was a lawyer as a neighbor or an uncle or an aunt it it brought incredible perspective even if that cop was a not a friend was not an acquaintance you always knew wait down the road there is that uncle who works at the local cop station if if there is something i need i can always go to him i am trying to give different examples so your mind is triggered ah we are not born into the same level of information third ah i hope you guys are learning something third so we spoke about economic status we spoke about information status and third we're not all born with the same level of relationship status or network our network strength is not equal economic information relationship one of the greatest blessings and people are going to pick up a sword for me to tell you this uh, at me they're going to throw stones at me because people are not generally don't appreciate what i'm about to say one of the greatest blessings god can send in your life are quality relationships relationships are a real currency in the kingdom of god and in the world so we are not all born into the same relationship for the lack of a better word status i'm not talking about married or single i'm not talking about that relationship network because many a times the quality of information the speed at which you get to information the quality of information and the speed at which you're able to reach information reach authority reach wisdom is determined by the quality of relationships you have access to so we are not all born into equal relationship status now the question is what if you had none of these just like i was i i was not born in a wealthy home uh my father didn't have a college education my father didn't build a business my father was not a pastor he was not even a christian i led my entire family to the lord <laughs> uh what can you do when you don't have by birth my god listen to me carefully if you don't have these advantages by birth what do you do you don't sit and grip you don't sit and complain 
You don't sit and blame your fortunes. You don't sit and blame God. You don't sit and blame destiny. You don't sit and blame your parents for their uh, challenges in life. You don't sit and blame circumstances. You make an intentional choice. You don't, listen to me carefully, you didn't get to decide where you were born. God supremely by his divine wisdom placed you in a circumstance for a reason. You didn't get to choose where and how you were born, but you get to choose how you grow up and how you live your life. You get to choose how you process life, how you look at life, how you use your unique position to change, alter how you grow up. So while you can't decide how, where you were born, you can certainly decide how you grow up. You can certainly decide how you acquire these advantages in life. And that's why I'm about to introduce you the greatest advantage in life is a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. The grace of God, carefully listen to me, the grace of God can supply every disadvantage you have with grace. With the name of Jesus, the presence of Jesus can overcome any disadvantage you have provided you know how to take advantage provided you know how to appropriate the grace of God. Jesus is your greatest advantage, period. Jesus, the Lord Jesus, is your greatest advantage. He can supply whatever is missing. Yeah. If you don't have money, God can be your provider. If you don't have information, God can be your wisdom. If you don't have high quality relationships, He can be your friend. He can be your promoter. So the Lord Jesus is our greatest advantage. He can do things for you that your social network can't do for you. He can do things for you that money can't do for you. He can do things for you that even information can't do for you. Ah, that's a good point to shout right there. Isn't it amazing that God does not, that God does not consult these things to determine your destiny. He doesn't, he doesn't look at your bank account. He doesn't look at the relationship status of your life or the network status of your life. He doesn't look at how much information you have. God's plan and destiny for your life is independent of these circumstances. So his plan is not decided by birth. You were predestined and preordained by God with a beautiful plan, with a beautiful purpose, irrespective of these situations. So child of God, you serve a God who is above your limitations. Now the question is, some of you are asking, man of God, prophet, I was born in a Christian home. 
I gave my life at seven. I gave my life at 12. I gave my life at 20. I gave my life at 35. But nothing has changed. No, no, no. This sounds good. But I have not seen this work for me. Today, I have been sent by God to help you. I have been sent by God to help you. There is a fascinating verse in the book of James. It says, if any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask. What? If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask. Isn't that amazing? If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask and God will supply. Now, growing up, I read that verse. You know, I, I read the verse, but I understood it separately. If any one of you lacks wisdom, God will supply wisdom. No, it doesn't say that. If any one of you lacks wisdom, let him ask. And then there is supply. If you lack, you must ask. And then it is supplied. It's not automatic. Now you and I would think this God who knows everything, who knows what I lack, will automatically supply what I lack. Ah, I wish, child of God, it was like that in everything. I wish everything was automatic. I wish, I wish. But the scripture says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask. Matthew says, ask and it shall be given to you. Seek and you will find it. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. So there is a, a part I play. Ask, it shall be given. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. So, this is not automatical. Here's something else. James is speaking, if any one of you lacks wisdom, but do I know if I lack wisdom? Do I know that I am not wise? Do I, do I, am I aware that I don't have wisdom? Because if I am not aware, how can I ask? That's where a majority of us are defeated. We don't know what we don't know. We are not aware that we do not have information in this area. We do not know that we lack wisdom in this area. There is a lie in every human being and that lie is, I know. Ah, I just stepped on your foot there. I said there is a lie in every human being. And that lie is I know. I know how to do this. I know how to, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. And that lie stops you from learning. That lie stops you from awareness. That lie stops you from increasing. It's a lie, 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 it's a lie. You don't believe me, oh? Okay, if you don't believe me, next time, India plays Pakistan in a cricket match. 
listen to all your brothers talk about what uh, the captain must have done, what the coach must have done, what uh, the batsman must have done, what the bowler must have done, what's wrong with the pitch. Ah, but the guy has never held a cricket ball in his hand. <laughs> uh, including me, I'm guilty too. <laughs> there is a part of us there is a part of us. Oh, we lost in the semi-final. I don't understand what this guy was doing. I don't understand why he's in the team. I don't know what that team guys is there. We should. What's Rahul Dravid doing? But you and I have never played professional cricket. But we have an opinion. Nothing wrong with having an opinion. I was just talking, okay? Do you know that you don't know? Are you aware? If anyone lacks wisdom, I like, King James says it nicely, if anyone lacks wisdom. If the Bible was written today, I believe it would have written it there. If you are a fool, if you are ignorant, if you are an imbecile, please ask. <laughs> if you, if anyone lacks wisdom, if anyone lacks wisdom, remember, about 13 years ago, not 13, it's almost been 10 years now. When I left my job at Microsoft, I was in debt. I left my job because God told me to leave my job and enter full-time ministry. But financially, I was not doing, I mean, it was not healthy. My family thought I was cuckoo in my head to leave a good job at Microsoft. But I know I'd heard from God, but I didn't understand how to do money because Salary causes you to stop thinking about how to grow your money. Because the on, when you are paid a salary, the only way you think you can grow your salary is by getting a promotion. The only way you think you can grow your money is by getting to the next position in your career. So salary warps your mind about how you can make money. Anyway, so I didn't know how to do money. I, I was not in a healthy place. So you know what I did? The day I left my job, the next day, I went to a Christian bookstore. I bought every book on money that I, uh, the authors I knew, of course, if I didn't know them, I didn't know them. But every book I knew of every author, I think it was like 3,000 rupees or 2,000 rupees I spent. I bought every book and I came home. And I, for the next month, I was just reading about money because I just didn't want to read the books of the world because I didn't want an unbalanced view of money. So I just began to devour information. I say this with love. I say this with love. If there is an issue in your life, if there is a persistent lack in your life, it is because you have allowed it to stay in your life. It is because you have not made the effort to get information, to get help in that area. So any lack of help, 
any area that is suffering, it's because a part of your soul has allowed it to stay in that space. So I went to the store and I bought every book. Man, I read Derek Prince, I read Kenneth Hagin. I don't even remember these guys, the names of these guys now. I read every book and I read anything the Bible had to teach about wealth. Uh, in passing, can I say this? A book is the cheapest mentor you can get. A book is the cheapest mentor you can get. <laughs> and yet, we will... That's okay. It's okay. Ah, a book is the cheapest mentor we can get. We will pay for a movie ticket. We will pay to go out with our friends. We will spend 500 rupees, $7, $10, $20 on a coffee. But when a book comes out that can help you, you'll be like, oh my gosh, I can't believe. $20, $25, $15. You complain. And yet you will happily drink that coffee from Starbucks. You will happily consume that nice chicken biryani that costs you 200 rupees. You will happily swiggy order every day of your life. Maybe stop the five swiggies and buy a book. Locating help is an art. So I went and I bought every book. I said, I began to read and read and read and read. It's okay if my father didn't teach me about finances. It's okay if my pastors didn't teach me about finances. It's okay if my mother, my sister, my uncle, my friend, nobody taught me about finances. But I refuse to remain ignorant. I refuse to remain in a place where I don't know. It is one thing to suffer. It's completely another thing to not know why you are suffering. Ah, are you with me so far? So today I want to share a few principles with you as to how you can locate help and receive help. We thank God. Let's go to the book of Genesis, please. The book of Genesis. Let's go to chapter 39, verse 2. Genesis 39, verse 2. I'm kind of changing gears now. I wanted to just give a context of what, of what I want to share with you. So Genesis 39, verse 2. The Lord was with Joseph. So he succeeded in everything he did as he served in the home of his Egyptian master. He's now at the Potiphar's house. Verse 3. Now listen, this is important. Potiphar noticed this and realized that the Lord was with Joseph, giving him success in everything he did. Verse 4. This pleased Potiphar. So, so he soon made Joseph his personal attendant. 
he put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned from the day joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property the lord began to bless potiphar's household for joseph's sake eesh fire ay 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 joseph there are two things that we see that is accompanying joseph the lord is with him and wherever he went and whatever he did he was succeeding the lord was with him and there was a history of successes there was a there was a trail mark there was a footprint there was a history of whatever this man touches he's able to bring divine solutions he's able to bring divine grace he's able to bring success to his environment ah but wait the same god was with him when he was in his father's house and yet his own family fought him his brothers plotted to kill him his brothers were envious of him his brothers wanted to sabotage him his brothers were trying to get rid of him why is it that a heathen man an egyptian one who doesn't know god one who doesn't who's following foreign gods one who doesn't know the god of the bible one who does not have abraham isaac and jacob has a spiritual lineage why is he able to perceive that god is with joseph and whatever he does is succeeding and he is pleased and he is able to promote joseph he is able to appoint joseph he is able to give him authority and his, joseph's own brothers hated him killed him ay 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 it doesn't matter you are a part of a great spiritual family it doesn't matter that you have jacob as your spirit as your biological father and spiritual father it doesn't matter that you are from the loins and the lineage of abraham yeah that doesn't matter that your father has had incredible encounters with god help is not automatic you must be able to perceive help you must be able to recognize there is something different with this man there is something different with this woman there is something different with this gentleman what can i do to receive this help yare tere khosale para we didn't even know until this point that god was willing to bless potiphar because of joseph we didn't know this potiphar doesn't fear god in that sense he's not worshiping god he's not doing all the rituals he's he's not doing anything that the god of the bible requires of him he is still a pagan he is still worshiping his own gods he is still going after whichever deity that he wants to go after and yet and yet and yet and yet 
in him recognizing Joseph and recognizing that God is behind this man. There is a grace working behind this man. There is an unseen hand behind this man and he his ability to recognize that, his ability to realize that and then not fight that grace. Instead, he elevates that grace. Instead, he gives authority to that grace. Instead, he's like, Joseph, I see there is something different in you. Here, here's my entire estate. Here are my businesses. Here are my servants. Here are my uh, accounts. Take care of everything. I bring it under your covering. I bring it under your wisdom. I bring it under your spirit. And look what happens. The, ah, so soon he made Joseph his personal attendant. He put him in charge of his entire household and everything he owned from the day Joseph was put in charge, from the day, from the day, from the day Joseph was put in charge of his master's household and property, the Lord began to bless. Who? The Lord is blessing a heathen, Potiphar's household for Joseph's sake. So blessing can come to you on the account of another. You can be the reason why blessing is being transferred. Now continue this. I love the way, uh, I think I'm in ESV. I love the way how ESV says this. Listen to this, okay? All his household affairs ran smoothly and his crops and livestock flourished. So Potiphar gave Joseph complete administrative responsibility over everything he owned. With Joseph there, he didn't worry about a thing except what kind of food to eat. <laughs> the only stress the brother had was the stress of, I don't know what to eat in the morning. I don't know what to have for breakfast. Should I have omelette or should I have dosa? I'm sure they didn't have dosa there, but whatever, you know. <laughs> or if I should have some cereal, that's the only stress the brother had. And what is the one thing he did? He recognized and honored a man that was close to the purposes of God. That's it. He was able to locate help and he was able to honor that help. And things began to move smoothly. Now tell me, what kind of grace is this? What kind of grace is this? Joseph is a slave in a sense, 
Potiphar owns this man. He owns this. He paid money and bought Joseph, uh, bought Joseph, and yet he is now benefiting by recognizing this is not a slave. He is just not a slave. I see the hand of God on his life, so I am going to make him the second most important person. in my estate now watch what happens the cattle yesterday they were eating the same food and today they're eating the same food and yet the cattle is growing fatter but the food is same the servants are the same but there is now a grace that is covering the cattle now there is a grace that is covering that food there is a grace that is covering the same food same cattle same servants but a superior grace ay 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 same crops same land same fertilizer same manure same soil but a superior grace ah can you locate grace can you receive grace i wonder what would have happened if joseph's family honored this young man do you know he was only 30 when he became the second in charge in egypt when he became the prime minister of egypt i wonder what would have happened if the brothers didn't plot to kill him instead recognize wait there is grace on this brother of ours god has favored us and god has sent us help instead of begging for food in egypt they would be ruling over egypt ah you missed what i just said instead of begging for bread and going back and forth to and fro looking for bread and so going all the way down to egypt jacob in his old age instead of moving his entire family to egypt if they had honored joseph and loved joseph and listened to joseph even though he was 17 years of age they would have ruled over egypt because what sustained egypt was living in their house and they didn't recognize it oh may god elevate you in your environment may the people around you know who you are may you know who you are ay 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 there is something about greatness greatness listen to me carefully greatness is able to locate greatness in another and appropriate that greatness for their advantage small minded people fight greatness one more time small minded people fight greatness because they are so aware of their inadequacies that the greatness of another frustrates them oh 
let me say that one more time they are so insecure and they're so aware of their inadequacies that the greatness of another man and the greatness that is on another frustrates them because they can say that they don't have what he has so that is a point of frustration so instead of celebrating they want to kill that grace instead of receiving help but potiphar was part of a kingdom in egypt he was part of the king's court he was part he was a wealthy man and he was able to although joseph was a slave he was able to recognize greatness in this young man he was able to recognize that there is something different so as soon as he came to that realization immediately he promoted joseph immediately he elevated him he said you 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 can't be a slave anymore you can't wear slave clothes anymore you are now my personal attendant and you are in charge of everything i own except my wife somebody shout can you locate help can you locate help let's continue go with me to verse 7 39 verse 7 and potiphar's wife soon began to look at him lustfully and she demanded come sleep with me was it but joseph refused look he told her my master trusts me with everything in his entire household no one here has more authority than i do He has held back nothing from me except you because you are his wife. How could I do such a wicked thing? It would be a great sin against God. She kept putting pressure on Joseph day after day, but he refused to sleep with her and he kept out of her way as much as possible. Ah, same Joseph but two different people want different things from him what a tragedy eh what a tragedy what a tragedy the potiphar was the wise man he saw grace and he realized what this grace can do for him he realized by promoting and elevating this man it's going to bring peace of mind it's going to bring a certain divine order to my business and third is going to bring favor and profit to my household on the other hand his wife saw joseph and was not able to see the spirit he was carrying she was not able to see the grace he was carrying she was not able to see the excellence he was carrying she was not able to see the favor he was carrying but she was drawn to his body which he is saying is a wicked thing for me to do is a is a sin before the lord but she didn't care about sin she didn't care about wicked things she just wanted to lust for after this man there are always two kinds of people and that's the difference between a son and an orphan okay today is a good day for you <laughs> 
today is a good day today is a good day this is what decides if you will be great or you will be the reason for greatness to exit your environment listen to me carefully this will be this is this is what will help this one factor will either decide if you will sustain greatness if you will draw greatness to yourself or you will be the reason why greatness leaves your environment vacates your environment is this if you can learn this this will be the reason why grace is drawn to you or if grace has leaving you is is, is frustrated by you potiphar also benefited from joseph's life potiphar also benefited he he experienced great blessings but he was able to draw grace out of him in such a way that it is a profitable thing for him and his life but for the potiphar's wife she wanted something that was not right that was illegal that was that was wicked in the sight of god and many people do this mistake let me give you an example you see a businessman okay listen to me you see a man doing well you see somebody prospering at church you see somebody i use business and money as an example because it's something that's easy to measure that is easy to uh, quantify let me use that term okay you see a businessman doing well and if your first instinct is to say i wish i had his money you missed it you are doing what the potiphar's wife is doing you are lasting after something that he or she has if you say ah you know you see a nice a man drive a nice car and you 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 covet the car you already going after a baser thing you're going after an inferior thing because you're not going after the blessing you're not going after the spirit of the person you're not going after the grace that is there you're not going after the wisdom that is there you're not going after the information the excellence you are chasing just the result sometimes you gain access to a man of god and you want their network you want them to introduce you to their circle you want them to give you money you want them to give you access to certain things ah, no 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 what you want is not their contact list it's not who they know it's not uh the business cards they have access to the networks they have access that's not what you want when you come to a man of god when you come to a woman of god what you want is the grace and the spirit they are carrying the relationship they are carrying and if you can receive that if you can tap into that then you are blessed but if you want to reduce that grace for selfish reasons you are already frustrating that grace it's only a matter of time that the grace will exit your life that's why elisha prayed such a phenomenal prayer he said give me a double portion of your spirit he didn't ask for the school of the prophets he didn't ask for the the even let's say so to speak uh, the anointing he didn't ask that he would have authority he didn't ask 
for the position of the senior prophet. He didn't ask for anything. He said, give me your spirit. I want a double portion of your spirit. I want the grace. I want the spirit. I want the understanding. Ah, that's the prayer of a son. But everybody else is looking at what they represent on the outside. Oh, he knows him. Oh, he knows them. You know, it's that. Blah, 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 blah. Can I tell you? I know the number of people that want to be in touch with me only because of who I know sometimes. I'll be more than happy to introduce them because that's all you will get. The only thing you receive from me is my contact. Some want to relate to me because they want money. And the only thing you'll receive from me is money. It's a sad reality. Very few have access to the Spirit. Very few have access to grace. And that's the hardest to get to. To have access to the grace, the spirit and the favor that God has put on a man. You know, my father is, a, is an extremely generous man. But I don't know the last time I accepted an offering from him or an honorarium from him because I preached for him. Uh, my father has... He's a very generous man, he's a very honorable man. But I refuse to collect a gift to preach at his church. I refuse to collect a gift. I don't want my father to pay me for preaching for him or leading a prayer service. Why? I'm not after his money. I, 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 I am not after his money. What I am after something superior. I am after something greater. I have never asked him for a recommendation to preach at somebody's church. I've never asked him for a recommendation. Says I've never gone to him since that. Can you can you send me to all your churches? Can you send me to all the cities that you've gone to? Can you write a letter for me? Can you? No, 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 no. I'm not after him for his network. Uh, today is, uh, I'm giving too much information for you. Why? You must understand that there is a grace that unlocked everything else. You might as well pursue the source which is God's blessing, which is God's grace, which is the, the Spirit of God on a man. If you can receive the Spirit, you receive everything else. This is what many people don't get. Many spiritual sons go to, they, they align to a spiritual father, not even for the spiritual father, but because of the, the father that the spiritual father is aligned to. You think the realms of the spirit can't see your trick? <laughs> you can't fake it in the realms of the spirit because that realm studies even your thoughts and motives. 
So grace is never released for you because your motivation to join was corrupted from the beginning. How to receive help? How to receive help? One, and this this is something I must teach you. You know, I'm, I'm not worried about everybody else that watches us once in a while. I am now talking to people that belong to my family, that belong to the family, that are committed to us, that are committed to me and my wife. I want to grow under the grace and the shelter of this house. It is one thing to receive help once. It's a completely another thing to sustain help. to to steward a relationship in such a way in such a capacity that help is not an event but help is a lifestyle grace visiting you is not an event once a year twice a year but receiving grace is a everyday thing can you sustain your help can you sustain the grace can you sustain the one that has been sent to help you have you elevated your helpers to a point where help can flow from them to you don't make receiving help an event in your life let it be a daily thing a daily thing a daily thing i was visiting a pastor some months ago and every time this pastor took a uh, a church member for hell out for a coffee because the church member reached out to the pastor many of these church members reached out to the pastor saying i need help in my marriage i need help in this area i need direction i need prayers so the pastor was so generous would graciously meet these people the congregants and every time they met the pastor is paying for the meal the pastor is paying for the paying for the drink the pastor is paying for everything and then they wonder why is help not coming to them you have done well in in recognizing that your pastor can help you but you have not sustained your help when you take your pastor out when you take your mentor out please don't burden them to also pay for the coffee be gracious and pay for that meal bring an offering to them and say i want to thank you for the help you're bringing me they are doing something for you that is greater than a lawyer greater than a doctor they are greater than your uh, uh, you know accountants they are bringing grace and understanding from the lord to your soul and to your spirit can you sustain your help so i went to that church i rebuked all of them some of you are suffering because you have not honored your man and your woman of god yeah you must learn to sustain help finally let's move on I want you to I'll close this now. Verse 19. Potiphar 
was furious when he heard his wife's story about how Joseph had treated her. What did he hear, child of God? <laughs> Potiphar was furious when he heard his wife's story about how Joseph had treated her. So he took Joseph and threw him into the prison where the king's prisoners were held and there he remained. Ah, so now Potiphar is getting rid of the favor of God. Is getting rid of the man of God. Is getting rid of the grace that was prospering him, that bought peace, that brought smooth operation, where the only thing he had to worry was the food he ate. But then came his spouse, a covenant partner with a story, with words, with information that agitated Potiphar to such an extent that he said, "Ah, how could you do this to me and my wife? Entitlement, entitlement, entitlement. I took you, I want you to think with me, I took you from being a slave and I made you my, my own personal attendant. I gave you in charge of my estate and you did this. And he throws Joseph into prison. He throws the favor of God. He throws the grace of God. He, he, he removes the one that brought the blessing into his environment. Be careful of stories. Be careful of what you hear. What you give attention to. Be careful to study the source from where your stories come from. Potiphar's wife was not able to get what she wanted. So in a sense, she lost Joseph. She was not able to receive Joseph. She's not able to bring Joseph to do what she wanted to do. So she concocted, she made a story. That story was born in a place that could not succeed in receiving help, in receiving grace, in, in achieving what it wanted to achieve. And now that story comes to a man who is already blessed, who is already successful, who is already receiving grace. And what? By listening to that story, he managed to do what Potiphar's wife managed to do, which was drive Joseph out of his environment. <laughs> uh, you are married to a wonderful man. You are married to a wonderful woman. She is a great wife to you. He is a great husband to you. But if you keep listening to stories, from people that have miserable marriages, it's only a matter of time before your marriage is miserable. 
because stories have power words have power of recreating situations you are blessed in your church you are blessed with your man of god you are blessed with your mentors you are growing you are receiving help and then you hear a story then you hear some words here you hear that ah, you have a mind attack and then soon you will frustrate that grace of god and you will put the grace that's meant to bless you in a prison he is going to do well because god is with him <laughs> but you will lose help joseph it's not the end of the line for joseph it's the end of the line for potiphar's and potiphar's wife but joseph is going to come up because the lord is with him so now joseph is a slave now joseph is a prisoner and then the king of egypt pharaoh the ruler the emperor has a dream that nobody can solve nobody can interpret so he calls like listen to this i love this man i i love this go with me to genesis 40 please go to genesis 40 go to genesis 40 actually go to 41 go to genesis 41 so after having a dream look at this okay genesis 41 verse 8 The next morning Pharaoh was very disturbed by the dreams so he called for all the magicians and wise men of Egypt I can you imagine I want you to see how greatness functions He has an entire team of wizards of magicians of wise men paid ay ay alaba say taken care of houses are given uh, clothes are given the best food is taken their children are taken care of their wives are taken he has an entire team he has an entire ministry of magicians and wise men paid for in his kingdom just to interpret his dreams ay 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 i want you to see how greatness works i want you to see how kingdoms great kingdoms work how royalty has functioned in the past the king of the largest empire in the world at that time the the ruler of the greatest empire of that time has an entire team a ministry of people dedicated taken care of welfare just to interpret dreams oh do you remember what i said greatness knows how to receive help imagine paying thousands of dollars maybe even millions of dollars in feeding this entire team just to have someone translate my dream interpret dream greatness oh greatness greatness see how greatness functions have you wondered why this dream came to pharaoh there are many interpretations but i'll give you one God 
knew that if I give Pharaoh this dream, he will not rest until he gets to the meaning of this dream, until he finds the resources that will interpret this dream. And that's why the dream came to Pharaoh. Because Pharaoh will not rest till he looks for Joseph who can interpret it for him. Ah. Ah, yeah, yeah. Listen to this now. When Pharaoh told them his dreams and not one of them could tell him what they meant, was that finally the king's chef Chief cupbearer spoke, Today I have been reminded of my failure. He told Pharaoh, Some time ago you were angry with the chief baker and me, and you imprisoned us in the palace of the captain of the guard. One night the chief baker and I each had a dream. Each dream had its own meaning. There was a young Hebrew man with us in the prison who was a slave of the captain of the guard. We told him our dream and he told us what each of our dreams meant and everything happened just he had predicted. I was restored to my position as the cupbearer and the chief baker was executed and impaled on a pole. Verse 14, Pharaoh sent for Joseph at once. Ah. Pharaoh didn't care that this was a slave. Pharaoh didn't care that this was a prisoner. Pharaoh didn't care that God knows what crime this man has. He says, can he help me with my dream? Is there help located in this man? Then I will speak to this man. This is the ruler of the greatest kingdom willing to give an audience to a slave, a prisoner. Hey, he didn't sit on his pompous throne thinking, ah, I am the king of the greatest kingdom. I have the smartest minds around me. I have the wizards around me. I have the magicians around me. He was able to realize, wait, I am not able to solve this mystery. My cabinet of ministers can't solve this ministry. My witch doctors can't solve this ministry, this mystery. My, my wise men can't. So this cupbearer who I was once upset with is saying that there is a guy that can let me try him also. Help, help, help. Can you locate help? And can you receive help? There was no pride in saying, I don't know how to interpret my dream. I need help. Ah. And then Joseph comes. And Joseph interprets the dream. And the Potiphar and, and the Pharaoh is like, Okay, you know what? You have solved this mystery. I must now elevate you. And makes him the prime minister of our land gives him the most exalted position, second only to him. Second only to him. And here's where, uh, let, me, let me show you something now. Here's where the Pharaoh was operating at a higher level. Ay, 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 ay. Verse 37. Now listen to this. This is amazing. Listen to verse 37. 
Joseph's suggestions were well received by Pharaoh and his officials. So Pharaoh asked his officials, can we find anyone else like this man? So, so obviously filled with the Spirit of God. Verse 39, then Pharaoh said to Joseph, since God has revealed this meaning of the dreams to you, clearly no one else is as intelligent or wise as you are. You will be in charge of my court. All of my people will take orders from you. Only I sitting on my throne will, I, will have a rank higher than yours. Now verse 41, Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put you in charge of the entire land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh removed his signet ring from his hand and placed it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in fine linen clothing, hung a gold chain around his neck. Then he had Joseph ride in the chariot reserved for his second in command. And wherever Joseph went, the command was shouted, kneel down. Now watch this, okay? So Pharaoh put Joseph in charge of all Egypt and Pharaoh said to him, I am Pharaoh, but no one will lift a hand or a foot in the entire land of Egypt without your approval. Then Pharaoh gave Joseph a new name. Zafnat, I, I don't know how to say that, but Zafinat Panea, I think that's the name. He also gave him a wife. <laughs> whose name was Asinath. She was the daughter of the Potipharah, the priest of On. So Joseph took charge of the entire land of Egypt. Oh, where Potiphar failed, the Pharaoh excelled. He made sure that his help the one that was able to solve his mystery will never be taken away from him. So he made his life comfortable. He gave him a title. He gave him authority. He gave him a nice car. He gave him gold. He also made sure to make sure he had a wife. <laughs> That's how you sustain health. Potiphar had access to the same guy, but he did not know how to sustain his help. He was, uh, he received help for a short period of time, but that help could have been removed from him by stories from his, by his own wife. But Pharaoh, who operated at a higher level of understanding said, this man is a good man. He has come to be, he, he can help me. He can help my kingdom. He can help my empire. He takes a prisoner, makes him prime minister and makes his life very comfortable and blocks all the ways that temptation can come and rob him from his helper. Oh, it's a one thing to sustain help. It's another thing, you know, it's one thing to receive help once. It's a completely different thing to sustain help in your life. So does your man of God just give you a prophecy once in 10 years? Or have you sustained him in your life? So help can come to you at all times. If you are a king, 
if you are a peasant it's a different thing if your mindset is that of a peasant it's a different thing if your mindset is that of a potiphar you're a different thing but if you are a king you will know how to sustain help you will do anything and everything to steward a certain grace in your life <sighs> locating help let me pray for you and say a word of blessing over your life father we thank you that this rich understanding this rich revelation this rich information has come to us has located us thank you father i thank you for grace lord teach us to sustain grace to sustain favor to sustain wisdom lord help us teach us father we give you all glory and honor lord i pray for your people now grant them understanding grant them wisdom i see a special grace being released in your marriages i see a special grace being released the the grace to conceive let every storm in your marriage i speak peace i speak grace i speak understanding right now in jesus name every struggle in your marriage i bring peace to that struggle right now and i command the grace of god to cause you to conceive in this season father we give you glory and we give you honor and we give you thanks in your most holy name we have prayed amen 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 child of god you are blessed today i'm telling you you are blessed this is the quality of information that even if you pay for they don't give you i hope you value what you have received today god bless you take care thank you for tuning in to this episode please consider sharing it and for more information log on to harirao.com